You're listening to Iron Advocate, the podcast dedicated to you, the trial attorney. Sage, visionary, warrior, unfiltered, no holds barred, Iron Advocate. Join Bob Levant, Jeff Rebel, and today's top legal minds on a journey to discover how to kill it in the law without it killing you. Because being the best advocate for others begins with being the best advocate for yourself. All right, what do you think the number one tenet is? Uh, Emotional awareness. What does that mean to you? So as law students and forever as lawyers, all day long, you're getting, you know, you're getting your senses and your emotions touched and, and, and pinched and tweaked and kicked with, you know, our own insecurities about are we good enough with, you know, other lawyers, you know, lashing out at us in, you know, during litigation with us feeling like we're not as good as, you know, opposing counsel or are we as good as we, we should be or is the judge going to agree with me and, and on and on and on. That starts in law school. It goes on throughout. The emotional awareness is recognizing how we're feeling without simply just reacting to how we're feeling. And if you can develop that as a law student or young lawyer, I am feeling like this right now because I'm, I'm really scared about this case that I have to brief that I might get called on by the professor and on and on. Um, the first tenant is owning that full stop. Right. And I, I would say it slightly differently. I would say that, that emotional awareness is a foundational practice for any law student or lawyer. And it just is as simple as naming what's happening inside you. Plain and simple. Name it. And in order to do that, there has to be some sort of practice or discipline you engage in that you slow yourself down enough to actually make that kind of inquiry. And whether it's you do it five minutes a day, 10 minutes a day, I think that's the foundation of journaling, not analysis, but just naming what you're feeling. But you're, what you're working toward is being able to, to name it and acknowledge it as it happens, which is multiple times you know, a day, sometimes multiple times an hour. And so I agree with you that, you know, it's not going to happen overnight. Journaling is critically helpful. And, and what I'm saying to people is ultimately, I'd love to see all lawyers get to a point where throughout our day, we're acknowledging how, how, how we feel when we get triggered. If you have a simple awareness, that will demagnetize the emotions and just the simple, it sounds simple. It is simple, but it's creating a discipline where you start to actually take the time to do it and you recognize the, the value of it. All right, so that's number one. Two? Two. Two, I believe, is the discipline of having a body practice. And people call that exercise. I'm calling it a body practice. Exercising every day, using your body in some way, and that's going to – not just help your brain and your body and all the, the cardiovascular parts of your health and, and the, the obvious 
sort of gross versus subtle parts of it, but it's going to help you to, to self-regulate. Having some kind of body practice where you move the energy every day, you're not just in your head, it's going to get you out of your head. That is foundational. And maybe even it's, it, it, goes, it goes in tandem with number one. If you don't have a body practice, it's very hard to self-regulate emotionally. Having a body practice where you move energy through you and you, you stop the obsessive thoughts, at least my own obsessive thoughts, and, and you know, my obsessiveness has helped me in, in law school and a lawyer, but it doesn't help me emotionally, um, nor does it help me be a better spouse or father. Um, so exercise has been critical for me. What's your experience of that? So, I mean, yes, totally agree. And as a law student, a young associate, you are going to say to yourself, I can't, I, I hear what these guys are saying, but I don't have time. Uh, I got to build 2,800 hours this year. Uh, uh, you know, I got to, I got to get my grades up, et cetera. Please, you know, trust, just trust the process. If you start doing it. And for me, uh, a body practice is involves exercise and, and also finding a type of exercise that does get into your mind and your body. So for me, uh, yoga is a, is a big part of my life. Hiking, being in the outdoors, breathing, really important. Uh, nothing wrong with getting to the gym and just having a hardcore workout, but also try to find that, you know, that real body, that real body practice, build it into your day. You'll see the results from it. Um, you know, and we totally get that it's, it's going to seem hard. It, it's something that you're going to have to commit to, but if you do it, it'll, the, le- the lessons will be there for you. Right. There again is the word discipline. If you the, the having the discipline to do this and, and, and try it out, try it out for a period of time and see how it works for your life and see how things are different. Right, what do you think the third foundational practice or tenet is, Bob? Uh, it, it, it's having a, a network of mentors. I believe a therapist that you can rely upon no, no single person can do it alone. Anybody who excels does it with a team, um, and yep. and finding the right mentor. And 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 the younger you are as a lawyer, the harder it is, of course, because you've met, you know, you haven't met as many people. You can do it. Set your mind to it. Um, you know, identify somebody you believe is a mentor that works for you based on their skill set, their experience. You know, if you don't know them, reach out for them. You know, obviously you don't send an email that just says, will you be my mentor? Uh, a mentoring relationship is built. It's something you invest in slowly over time. You know, find a question, a query with specificity that you have uh, surrounding, you know, an issue uh, within the law or that you have for your, for your vision um, and, and reach out for people. Um, reach out for us. You know, we're here. Uh, we're easy to find on social media, ironadvocate.com. Um, and, and we promise you, we will respond. And, and, and if there's something we can do in our network, uh, uh, to make a connection for any lawyers out there, uh, we will do it. There have been a number of studies done on mentoring and mentoring in the law is truly foundational as is therapy mentoring folks that mentor others often have been, they, they have been, surveys have shown this, that those doing the mentoring see something of themselves in the mentee. So finding the mentors, as Bob just said, you have to find some way to connect with somebody that you identify as a potential mentor. 
and that those folks are going to see something that reminds themselves of a younger version, somebody that's probably it's the it's the drive, it's the willingness to learn, it could be the honesty, any of those things. Those are what help you get a mentor, and you and you're going to have different mentors at different points. But having somebody who's further on the path than you, I agree with you, Bob, and you know, reach out to us. And this community is is in large part about mentoring and knowing you're not alone and that other people who have gone further on the path can tell you that, you know, point out a lot of the pitfalls and let you just know, look, it's hard and it's okay. You're going to make it through. Four? Four. So four we've defined as vision and self-inquiry. And we've talked about self-inquiry a little bit in the first three points. But vision is what got you to this beautiful, crazy profession? What took you to law school? What got you to be a lawyer? Connecting with that inside yourself, connecting with, and then asking yourself the the, inquiry, the process of self-inquiry of asking yourself, what do I really want? Because the meaning, having meaning in the law, there's a lot of suffering in the law. And if there's not real meaning, and if you're not connecting to that meaning, it's going to be a lot harder and you're not going to find the satisfaction that Bob and I have both found at the same time. We've talked about this extensively suffered. So it's, it's helping to connect inside yourself with the vision that got you here and refining that vision. How do you see it, Bob? I, 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 I echo that. And, and I would simply say this, that you, you came to the law you know, for, for some reason, some of us with it more defined and, and others, uh, you know, with a vision that, that this would be able to, to feed us professionally in a, uh, you know, in a deep way. If you're not enjoying the process, whether that's in law school or out there as a lawyer, to me, vision starts with acknowledging that feeling and, and using sort of the three tenets we talked about to really drill down on that. If you're not enjoying it, it doesn't mean the law is not for you, right? It means partly that the way that you're emotionally reacting and, and feeling uh, m- might, might be askew. It, it, it may mean that there are other things that you need to do to adjust, but, but that will lead you to a place of fulfillment and joy within the law. So to me, vision starts with those critical questions. How do I feel? Am I enjoying this? And if the answers to those questions are yes, then how do I enjoy it even more? If the answers to those questions are no, then let me really sit with that and and find people out there that can help me to find the enjoyment I came here for. because it is within the law. Listen, not every single law student or lawyer is going to stay in the law, but but there there are there are broad boundaries uh, to making the law work for you, and 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 they kind of start you know with these you know these deep inquiries. So that's what I say about vision. Uh, I agree with that. I would say I I don't often use the word enjoyment, um, although there are parts of it that are enjoyable. I think of it as, as where is the real meaning in what I'm doing? And, and part of that has to do with how it all fits in the collective. So it can be a part process of inquiry. What do I, 
what am I trying to express? And I, and, and younger lawyers will ask me about this sometimes. And I said, what's the, that process of inquiry? What are you trying to express? What do you enjoy about it? And listen, I, I, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to push a little bit here and, 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 and say to you, listen, if you, if you're not enjoying this right now, then that's, you know, that's an inquiry that, you know, that, that you should be having, you know, it, it, it's, it's the, the, the meaning drives some of the enjoyment, but it doesn't drive all the enjoyment. No, it's a, it's a dance. It's sort of like, it's in a way, it's like exercise. You know, not every moment of exercise is enjoyment. There's parts of it that are the joy of movement. There's other parts. And there's also the feeling of, of when you finish exercising, you know, the endorphin feeling, the feeling of being clear and clarity. There's, this is the dance. Right. It's, it, it, no, that's such a good way to put it. Because, you know, if I, you know, you know, the older I get and the more we really drill down and, and, and talk, you know, through this on and off Iron Advocate, you know, the better understanding I have, I think, of myself and the practice. Mm-hmm. But it's really interesting you say that because, you know, in the early years and, and even well into my career, you know, that meaning was deeper than my enjoyment because I, you know, was doing work that I really cared about, but I wasn't asking the right questions about where my struggles were coming from, you know, inside myself, you know, uh, a lot of the struggles that come with being a lawyer, you know, you know, questions of inadequacy and, and, and the things we talk about on Iron Advocate. And then as I started to do that, it enhanced my enjoyment. But at the same time, you know, I acknowledge that a lot of the things I've done, I did for a really long time and they take a toll on you. And, and I would say that the meaning um, dropped as the enjoyment level rose for me. The meaning dropped as the enjoyment level rose. Yeah, my, my deep feeling of, of, of um, you, know, uh, you know, critical importance about the work was at a higher level for me when I was probably enjoying the work less. Ah, interesting. Well, I, that resonates with me when I was a public defender. In some ways, the meaning was about protect the client, protecting the clients, protecting the, you know, uh, to making the constitution a viable living document, not just something theoretical. And that all that was in some ways theoretical. And so in that regard, I didn't have the same direct contact to the joy of the practice that I have now, although the meaning for me, it's a constant inquiry, and this is part of my advocate for me is because we're in such a time of massive change and lawyers are going to be at the vanguard of that change. The meaning and what I believe I as a lawyer can express in the honor of the profession still resonates. And what I do on a day-to-day basis for, you know, that really is joyful, those, that's a dance for me. It's still a dance. Yeah. So, um you know, I, you know, those, those, those are the, the tenants. Um, I want to continue this dialogue with you, Jeff. I, I, I really do um, about this balance between, you know, uh, the meaning and the, we'll the enjoyment. For another 20 or 30 years. I'm sure. I mean, listen, this is the, this is the essence of, of Iron Advocate. And I think, you know, this is any, you know, real complex profession that, you know, that, 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 that has real emotional, um, real emotional impact, uh, like the law does. Um, 
and it's always it's always going to be a it's always going to be a balance. Uh, but but we want lawyers out there to enjoy it, and and I'll you know say this uh, you know, which is that it's usually the difficulties around you know both my own stuff as well as just how badly lawyers often behave because they are struggling with all these things in the practice that probably have been the the the, the single biggest thing in in limiting or reducing my enjoyment in the practice you know it's never been the substance of the work that's 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 been a question in terms of enjoyment my the times that i've not enjoyed the practice and they are many Right. And there will be plenty tomorrow, you know, when I get some nasty gram in my email box or, you know, a client who's, you know, who's, who's, uh, uh, you know, in some true crisis. So, but I can identify that now. It's the external things that reduced my enjoyment. It, 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 it wasn't the, it wasn't the getting in there and doing the battle for the clients. It was all the junk that came with it. Interesting. Yeah, I echo that. And I also think that, you know, one of the themes in, of I'm Advocate, I'll, I will leave everyone with this. One of the themes is how to find more enjoyment, deeper meaning, and the path to that is getting out of your own way. How do you help? How do I get out of my own way? How do I help others get out of their own way? And the disciplines we've laid down here today, the four sort of tenets, I think do that. And it's awareness and it's the other pieces we've laid down. And, and had I known that earlier, my enjoyment might have gone up earlier. But here I am and I'm glad to be where I am now. So we'll, we'll, uh, we'll pick this up. Um, good luck to all you guys out there. Talk soon. Thank you for joining us. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Iron Advocate and that you take what you've learned and integrate it into your own personal practice. As always, we leave you with a minute of mindfulness. Breathe in. Breathe out. And we'll see you next time.